Well, another day, another dollar here in post-apocalyptic America. And uh, some people in the crypto community are talking about Binance, which is this big uh, crypto exchange and app. And it's been attacked this week by several people on CNBC, including Jim Cramer and uh, Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank, and even Becky Quick, uh, the anchor at CNBC, Becky Quick, asked uh, CZ, the CEO of Binance, a question. And he gave this kind of wormy answer, and she called him out on it, and she looked visibly annoyed. So pretty much the entire team at CNBC going against this crypto exchange. And some people say it's retaliation for CZ calling out SBF. Sam Bankman freed as a scammer. And uh, so they're retaliating, that's the claim. But people in the crypto space who are treating this guy CZ, uh, Changpeng Zhao, Treating Zhao as if he's like our JP Morgan, right? Like this is the guy who runs crypto. This is the guy who, you know, the buck stops with him. If he were to fall, everything would fall apart. Nothing could be further from the truth, right? His exchange only launched in 2017. It just launched five years ago and didn't really become popular until 2019, the same time as FTX took off, or sorry, the same time that FTX launched. 2019 is when Binance comes on the scene. And to me, as you know, a crypto person, their business model seems very similar. They've built up like a 30, 30 or $40 billion empire using BNB. BNB, which is their proprietary token. It's a crypto token. This guy in the past has said he owns only 1% Bitcoin, 99% BNB token in his own personal portfolio. So he's not a loyal Bitcoiner. He believes in his own stuff. And I think it could be a house of cards. No guarantees. I'm not trying to see anybody collapse. We're not trying to make the crypto winter any colder than it already is. But again, these people who are propping him up, saying he cannot fail, we all have to rally around him. No, we don't. Provide a good service, right? Provide lower trading fees than other, other exchanges and give people access to their money as soon as they ask for it. And if you can't do those things, you should exit the business. And uh, so yeah, this guy's basically a nobody who's being treated as yet another fall guy. And meanwhile, the Bank of International Settlements, which is like the final boss of central bank regulators, kind of the industry body for central banks, they've put out new guidance, allowing central banks to buy up to 2%. They can now hold up to 2% of their reserves in cryptocurrency. This is world-changing stuff. Don't give up the ship. Don't give up the ship, folks. And so give me one second here. So uh, as the world turns, you know, crypto has become more of a drama than any series on Netflix. And uh, I used to like Binance. I used their app for a little bit. They have a good... Uh, uh, just the, the price and charts section is really good, even if you're not logged in. So I was using Binance for a little bit and was always impressed. And it was actually his, his you know, train wreck of an interview on CNBC. And uh, with Becky Quick being disappointed, right? See, you know, this high priestess of capitalism, she's usually one of the good ones on CNBC. And for her to be disgusted with this little guy, CZ with Cheng Ping Zhao. And for Jim Cramer to be sticking the knife in, tweeting multiple times about how Binance 
is maybe on an uneasy footing, how he doesn't trust them. You know, I dislike a lot of what Jim Cramer's about, but there's a, there's a shrewd man somewhere in there, aside from all the screaming and all the theatrics and, you know, the sound effects on his show. There's a shrewd man, and uh, it seems like they know something we don't, right? It seems like they're pushing this guy, CZ, off a cliff because they know that he's not going to survive the, uh, the current market turmoil. And again, you know, when I started to look into him, I realized that not only does he give terrible interviews to outlets like CNBC and Fox that make the whole crypto, sick, the whole crypto sector look like it's unhealthy. He makes us sound like we're a sick industry, you know, like we're on our last leg, when nothing could be further from the truth. This market drop I don't fully understand, and I don't pretend to understand it. You know, this is like a chimp frenzy. You ever go to the zoo and the chimps are all screaming at each other and throwing, you know, logs and stuff, throwing pieces of bark and throwing rocks at each other. You don't try to figure out what the chimp frenzy means. It means nothing. They're just angry chimps. <laughs> it doesn't ultimately mean anything. And here you got Bitcoin trading where it was five years ago and Litecoin practically free you can buy a whole Litecoin for less than the price of Trump's scammy uh, trading card collection he released earlier this week. You can buy a whole Litecoin for less than Trump's pack of digital trading cards. And only 84 million Litecoin will ever exist. It's capped at 84 million, and close to 90% of those have already been mined into existence. So about 90% of the supply is already out there, 89 or 90% of the supply. And... Uh, let me just double check here and see the exact amount so you guys know. All right, so I don't want to just, you know, guess when we have an internet connection and can tell you the exact numbers. So there are 71,851,000 and change, about 71.8 million Litecoin out there. And the maximum supply is 84 million. And so that means that 85.5% have already been mined into existence. And yeah, you can buy a Litecoin for less than Trump's pack of scammy trading cards. Not impressed at all with that, by the way. People say, oh, it's awesome. He took in a couple million dollars. So what? Why is this guy always so money hungry? Right? Former president selling scammy trading cards that he didn't even have the rights to, apparently. There's like watermarks on some of the cards. Whoever did his graphics may have just stolen from other artists. Typical Trump, just half-assed garbage. Just like CZ at Binance. These people who act like Trump, Trump must be in the White House in 2024. Trump must, it's like, just be quiet already. Trump is complete, you know, complete artifact, complete cultural artifact. Doesn't mean I like Biden. It means I want somebody in there who's sane. Trump is modern day King Lear. <laughs> He's just lost the plot, you know? But back to this CZ at Binance. This guy could totally collapse and Binance could totally go under and crypto would still be 100% fine because now you got central banks being told that crypto's on the menu. Bank of International Settlements, which is you know a proxy. Conspiracy theorists say it's a proxy for the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers. Probably some truth in that. 
And they're saying, hey, green light for crypto. You can put up to 2% of your national assets, your national tier one assets as a central bank. Tier one stuff is stuff like US dollars and euros. Up to 2% of that can now be converted into Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, or other major cryptos. Incredible, absolutely incredible move forward. And you know, again, Binance could collapse tomorrow. You got Fidelity, which is one of the largest financial institutions in the country and uh, has some serious lobbying power in DC and uh, Washington, some serious lobbyists and they own, uh, or I shouldn't say own, they influence a number of politicians that they give money to. Multi-trillion dollar company with an excellent track record. And uh, they've been mining Bitcoin since 2014. So at a certain point, I imagine they want to unload some of it on the public since they've been mining it for so long. And now they launched Fidelity Crypto, which gives you zero, zero commission trades into and out of Bitcoin. And also Ethereum, I understand, is on the menu at Fidelity. So uh, game over. We don't need Binance. We don't need their, their scammy CEO on Twitter 24-7, this little reply guy. Ha 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 ha. All his little crying laugh emojis. Like wildly unprofessional. You don't see Jamie Dimon on Twitter all night and day giving reply guy emoji smiley faces at 5 a.m. as he's practically begging people to deposit money into his exchange. We could totally do without this guy. Again, Binance didn't launch until 2017 when the whole crypto ecosystem was already, you know, built out, already mature. So those are my thoughts, not financial advice, not forward thinking guidance, just the guy on the internet with a cat, with a cat and a website. But with that said, we're very bullish on Bitcoin still, very bullish on Litecoin, and uh, we still hold most of our Ether. I, I don't have much positive stuff to say about Ether lately because I feel like their move to proof of stake has so far been disastrous and hasn't done what they said it was going to do in terms of new users and stuff. Uh, and the people at Ethereum have values that are not really my values, just kind of weird, big government, globalist, you know, friends of Podesta, friends of Soros. Just weirdos, just fucking weirdos in it for, I think, possibly the wrong reasons. But I still own some because it's, it's such an incredible breakthrough, right? A programmable blockchain is a big deal, even if the team behind it are a bunch of, uh, you know, status at the end of the day. When I say status, I don't mean people that support the state. I mean people that, like, want the status quo to continue. It's like, do these people in Ethereum even like blockchain? Or are they just in it for more dollars? You know, Joseph Lubin, who I used to respect, but the guy's been taking loans for JP Morgan, from JP Morgan Chase, right? Taking loans out, big loans. And in exchange, JP Morgan has been getting pieces of some of the key infrastructure that runs Ethereum. Things like MetaMask are now partially owned by JP Morgan, which means it's gonna be subject to all the same burdensome rules and regulations that come along when you transfer dollars. And that's not what crypto is about. So I feel like Ethereum is becoming too establishment. But again, I still hold most of mine. And uh, Bitcoin and Litecoin, though, are big racehorses for the year ahead. And Litecoin we like just because it's been so beaten down and yet is a, a great coin. It's, you know, second crypto to ever launch. Great coin launched by, at the time, a guy who is an engineer at Google. 
and then he he moved over to Coinbase. And now he's, I don't think he works at Coinbase anymore, but he still works on Litecoin. He still does interviews and, and reviews the you know software code and, and promotes it and stuff. So he's still very committed to the project. And again, aside from Bitcoin, it is the oldest cryptocurrency on the internet. And it's in the PayPal app, it's uh, in the MoneyGram app. So I think it's on its way possibly, but again, not a guarantee and not advice. And don't be, don't be scared if Binance goes under. Again, this guy CZ is a total nerd, total dud, who took it upon himself to be the Atlas or Hercules of cryptocurrency. And we didn't need a savior. We didn't need this little guy to be our savior. Thank you guys for listening. You're listening to Fulcrum News, real news from America and around the world. Fulcrumnews.com slash subscribe to get our premium membership and updates via email.